Hello and welcome back to What Do You Know For Sure podcast with me, Anne Hughes. And in this week's episode, I was joined by Laura from Montana, who was telling me all about her belief that change is happening all around and we have the power to navigate it. Really fascinating conversation about our subconscious mind, about how we navigate our lives and, and I did pose the question people some people who don't like change who would say they don't know how to navigate change and the point that Laura made which was I think very insightful for me is that we're already navigating it we're maybe not navigating it very well but we are navigating it because of course we are because we're living through it and how could we get that power back how could we get that clarity so a really fascinating conversation for the start of 2024 and I hope that you enjoy it too. Laura, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Well, thanks for having me, Anne. Yeah, I'm excited. Yes, and I'm excited to be chatting to you too. Tell us a bit about you, Laura. About me, I am, well, I'm a grams and uh, a mother of two. I have three grandchildren now and two children and I live in Bozeman, Montana and I am a mindset mentor, master hypnotist and more and I love doing the things that I get to do with my clients and with my family and all the fun stuff and I really love summer so sometimes it's a little interesting living where I live but it's okay. Well Laura I live in Scotland so you're getting no sympathy from me. I love summer too, but we only get it two days a year. So <laughs> so tell me, Laura, what do you know for sure? I know for sure that change is happening all the time. And it's so important for us to navigate and direct that change in the way that we want it to go. And I know that one of the quickest, easiest, most complete ways to do that is through our subconscious mind, because our subconscious mind is basically the bus driver of our life. Mm -hmm. That's what I know for sure. So I take it that you haven't always known that, Laura. So where you've talked about how you do mindset and and hypnotherapy and things like that. When did you come to know about the subconscious mind? And if you can even give us a wee description of that in case of any of the listeners haven't heard about the subconscious mind before. Absolutely. I... I think it's been on the periphery for a very long time in my life, and uh, I dove in years ago to learning a little bit more about it, and then hypnosis about four years ago now. And the subconscious mind is the part of our mind that runs everything. It's about ninety, anywhere from ninety-two to ninety-seven percent. People say, according to whatever you look up, that regulates it regulates our breathing our thinking our body it does everything and it does it without us having to consciously think about it you don't consciously think about breathing or doing a lot of the things that you do and so our subconscious to me is what's connected to that universal energy that energy that's out there that has all the information and so we gather that information throughout our lifetime but what is important to know about it is that some probably from a little ways before we're born to about almost seven years old, our foundation is put in place for that subconscious mind. Basically, the programming is set. It's like uh, all the directions that are in the hard drive are put into place yeah. for us to live, 
stay alive, be safe, all of those things. And so it it kind of goes on autopilot like a bus driver would. It goes along the same route all the time according to what it knows and how it knows to keep you alive and safe. Unfortunately, different times during your life when you want to make changes and you want to do something different, you're basing that information, your, your mind is basing that information on that you know, four-year-old version of yourself, and it weighs it against that information, all of that foundational information. Is it safe to do that? Is it okay to do that? Mm -hmm. And if it comes up with the fact that it's something that's not already programmed in there, it's not going to do it. It's going to fight against it. So it's like tapping the bus driver on the shoulder and saying, hey, let's take a left here. And the bus driver says, no, 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 no. I'm staying on my route. This is the way we go. This is the way it is. And so I found through a lot of investigating and then through the study of hypnosis that there is a way to go in and change that programming, to go in and change the code in that hard drive and reset things so that we can get rid of the things that are no longer serving us, that are not working in our life, that we no longer want, and to add in things that we do want, that we do want to boost and bring forth. And the subconscious mind is the way to do that. And it's, I love it because it's, almost like magic to me to see it happen in the lives of people. And, uh, and I just am in awe yeah. that it, it's so simple and so easy. And yet we, because we don't go to that first, we fight against it. Our, our mind is fighting against the change that we want to make. I think almost everyone has probably experienced a time where they, really want to make a change and they step into it and they're doing it. And then all of a sudden something happens and it just breaks the way they're not. And they go right back into the way they've, they've been going or they have a fear that comes up of the change that they're making and it holds them back. And oftentimes, sometimes people will just say, I don't know why I can't get anything. I I'm doing all the things, but I'm not making progress. I'm not getting where I want to be. And that's because you have that little conflict of something going on in your you mind. You know, this has actually come up for me quite a bit in the last, I would say, six months. I'm sure that you've heard of Gabor, Dr. Gabor Mate, and he talks about trauma and about childhood trauma yeah. and how we're wired for stress as children, some of us. And then in some of the other work I've been doing, I'm very aware of people who are hypervigilant, for example, because their their childhood meant that, you know, if it, if it was a challenging childhood, that they would go from zero to 100 miles an hour within a second. And they have that hypervigilant uh, response to everything, that fight or flight, and it's usually one or the other very much for them. And how you can sort of sit on the outside of, of watching what is unfolding in other people's lives. This isn't people close to me. This is just people that are, are involved in one of the bits of work I'm doing. And you think, oh gosh, they just don't know. I've got a lot of compassion for them because I think they just can't escape their trauma. They can't escape their programming. They can't escape how they know like, every day of their life how to fix a problem was maybe by having a, a can of beer. And therefore, they don't know how to do it any other because that's what they witnessed as well as children. And their life just seems to be imploding, but they feel as if they have no control. So is it that sort of a thing that, you, that you're talking about as well, Laura, that people are just sort of wired for thinking things won't work out for them? Yeah, what happens with that? And I, I have actually, I do some specializing in trauma and PTSD and CPTSD. Mm. And what happens with that 
pretty simply is we have these little versions of ourselves. So maybe when you're two years old, your parents have this huge fight about something. And of course, to a two-year-old, that's a pretty big deal. That's a, that's, that's a trauma level thing that happens. And so this little two-year-old mind creates a version of themselves to say, you know what? I've got you. It's okay. You're going to be okay. And it protects you because that's its job. Mm-hmm. And so then that little person can move on and go, but what happens is that little version that was created is stuck, yeah. stuck back in that moment of stress, of trauma, of difficulty. And even though you've moved on, then say again, maybe in, in grade school or some version, of, uh, some part of school, maybe you're bullied. You have another part of you that's created at this point to protect you again. And again, you get to move forward, but a lot of times that little person is stuck back there. And that can happen throughout life. And what happens then is because this version of yourself is stuck in that moment, in that trauma, in that difficulty, it's going to possibly, likely reach a point where it says, you know what, we can't do this anymore. And it starts to use what it can, which again, it's in your mind. So it's going to use your subconscious mind to bring things forward, to block your progress, to cause you anxiety, fear, anger, frustration. It can bring on physical symptoms like IBS, like chronic fatigue, all of those things. And until you go back and have the conversation and address, and and this is all at a subconscious level. I would never ask you to relive any trauma. But when you go back in hypnosis and meet and either you know, this, this version of yourself goes away or they reintegrate back into you. And then it's cleared and gone and eliminated. And and those symptoms that have come from that are eliminated. Mm. It's a lot like when you have a puppy, if you've ever had a puppy and that puppy comes and wants attention from you and it keeps coming at you and, you know, jumping on you and wanting, and you're not giving it attention, eventually it's going to go chew up your stuff pee on your rug and cause other issues. And that's what's happening inside your life, your body, your mind is difficult things because it needs attention. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it totally does. It totally does. And I think starting back with, you know, what we're sort of, I would be titling this podcast that change is happening all the time and it's important to navigate it. And I recognise that. And in the work I do, I work with teams in an interim level between managers or to try and sort out what's going on in teams and things like that. Some people are very, very afraid of change. Most people, I would say, are very afraid of change. Uh, a lot of people feel they have no control when it comes to change. I I dance another, another dance with change. I'm all right with change. You know, I juggle a lot of plates and I have a lot of change going on and I'm awful good. I'm good with that, right? But if you are a listener sitting there thinking so much change is going on in the world round about me, how do I possibly know how to navigate that? Like, you know, because it could sound flippant to somebody that's stuck in a place where they can't cope with change for us to be sitting here saying, it's happening all the time. You just need to navigate it. What what would what would your words to them be about how they do navigate that change? Remember that they're navigating it already. Mm. That 
Often people don't realize, and, and I hear so often, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm right back where I was. I'm just going in circles. I'm doing this, but you're not going in circles. You are going, it's basically a spiral that you're doing because you're never the same person when you come back to a, a situation. What you're doing is you're choosing to go forward in the way that you've always gone, or you're choosing to do it differently this time, but you're never the same person because things have changed. Think about the fact that your hair has grown, mm-hmm. your nails have grown, the world has changed around you. You know, even if there are a lot of same things, things have changed. And so it is sometimes difficult to step into change because that wonderful mind that we have can take us down the road of if you step into change, you might have this disastrous thing happen or people aren't going to like you or they're not going to accept it or you're going to end up a bag lady if you try to do this. And that's the subconscious kicking in saying, no, 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 we're going to keep you safe. But when you do go in at that subconscious level, change the way that that conversation is and open up the doors for the subconscious to feel okay and safe with the change that's coming to clear out all the things that are there already. The the little lines of code, I'll say, that are telling it change is uncomfortable, change is not safe. We're going to stay going in this direction. When When you go in and adjust those, then it's like swinging the doors open wide and taking that fresh breath of air and going forward and and it's just the most wonderful, exciting experience. And I love to see when that happens for people, when they go, oh my gosh, things are different. It changes the perspective. It changes the way you feel. And is it, it changes from fear to excitement. Mm -hmm. And that's wonderful. Yeah. And so I suppose what I'm interested to know is there's someone thinking, yeah, I can get this. I can get on board with the fact this is my subconscious mind. Can that only be changed by working with someone? Is there anything we can do in isolation on our own to change what our subconscious mind is telling us? Yeah, there's a lot of ways that you can you can do that. You can start by doing a lot of the things that people already do. You know, they, the mantras that are out there, the um, affirmations, things like that. They're going to be helpful. They're just going to take longer. Mm. Change can happen. It just, uh, it can be way more difficult and it can, and it can take a lot longer, but you can access some of those in ways, a wonderful, fun way. I love to have people start to access their subconsciouses by using color. Mm. And I have a a fun little free guide, and I'll give that to you in the links that that I'll share with you. If you go on, you can find it. And it's it's a color guide that it's called an energy color guide, but it actually initiates some things in your subconscious mind as well. So if you're looking to find clarity on something and you really you're you're going back and forth and you're like, you know what, I really need clarity. What you can do is you can take a few moments, initialize what I call, and it's like a two minute way. And it's included the little recording uh, in that guide that I'll send you, but it's two minutes of just saying, here's what I want to do. I want clarity. I want to find clarity on this subject, my relationship, my next steps, my whatever it is. And you say, okay, from, from now on white in this week is going to bring me clarity. And then you bring in a, a physical anchor. Basically you wear a white shirt, 
I've used a white piece of paper to set in front of me somewhere that I'm going to, every time I walk into that room, there's that white piece of paper. Whether I notice it consciously or not, my subconscious is aware that I've asked it to bring me clarity every time it sees the color white. So now you move through this and you go through your day and when you see the color white, you might all of a sudden have this moment of, oh, now I know what my next step is. Or you'll have that moment of clarity about the relationship, the job, the situation. And it's so incredible to see that happen. And it's a whole list of colors. You know, sometimes we might need clarity on how to communicate property or, or how, or we just really need to find some truth and wisdom or purpose. And all the different colors can help you bring that information. That's a great way for you to start to access your subconscious mind. Oh, Laura, that is absolutely amazing that, that we're going to get access to that. So I will put the link to your website and the commentary that goes with this show for any listeners that want to access that. But how does this, I suppose, to round off the conversation, Laura, knowing everything that you know now, uh, knowing how you can work with other people, how does that make you feel about what's next for you in your life? It makes me feel excited and hopeful and happy that I've been able to make the changes in my own life through a lot of using a lot of the stuff that I've gathered together, knowing that now I get to bring a smile to someone else's life. I get to change the direction of how they are able to move and act and be in their life. And that's the most incredible gift to me to be able to say, I'm so glad I was able to help you, to to stand with you, to walk with you, to be a part of that journey with you. And, and that's an honor for me to be able to do that and to bring someone to a place where if you really are suffering with such a difficult reaction to trauma in your life, whatever it is for you, whether it's labeled or not, some people label things PTSD, CPTSD, some people don't. But whatever symptom or issue it is that you're having, or even if it's just that you're stuck and you need to up-level and upgrade yourself to what's next, when I get to be a part of that and let you know, you are not broken. You are not stuck where you are forever. That there is hope for you and there is a way to change. When I can do that, wow. I feel wow when I get to do that. And I just feel that those words that we're finishing the, the conversation on you're not broken and you're not stuck is such empowering words, isn't it? Um, to put out into the world and to just try and try and tell people to believe, to encourage them to believe it, isn't it? It is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't ever let anyone tell you that you're too broken to heal, too broken to do what's next, unable to do anything that you want in your life you can you absolutely can so don't give up perfect thank you laura so much for joining me from montana thank you so much Anne. i look forward to visiting scotland someday (laughs) hello and thank you for joining me on this episode of what do you know for sure podcast if you would like to connect with me you can do that across social media by searching and Hughes Ignite 
If I refer to my radio show and the podcast, you can catch those on my Mixcloud. Again, just searching Anne Hughes Ignite. And if you or anybody you know want to answer this question with me, please do get in touch. Just go onto my website, annehughesignite.co.uk and fill in the contact page at the bottom and I'll be delighted to have this conversation with you too. Thank you.